everybody. Welcome to the Worship Distributed Podcast. Uh, I'm Stephen Wagamont. Yes, that's right. Stephen Wagamont, um, which means nothing really other than uh, I'm doing the podcast. So there's that. <laughs> hey, uh, thanks for listening in. First Baptist Leesburg, uh, Leesburg, Florida. We call it Worship Distributed because uh, it's new to us to have three campuses. Uh, we've had them now for several years, but it still feels like a pretty new thing. I am here with one of my closest friends in the world, and his name is John Woods, and I'm super excited about it. What's up, John? Hey, what's up, Steve? And glad to be here. So John and I have known each other for quite a while now, actually. Yeah. Um, I think we first kind of ran into each other at Florida Worship Choir. Florida Worship Choir. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Had lunch together. And we had yeah, lunch, yeah, yeah. and then we kind of started connecting from there. Then, John, you started working in the villages. Moved up here to Lake County, worked in the villages, and uh, started attending First Baptist Downtown Campus, and that's kind of how we really Yeah, and then you sang choir, sang mm-hmm. praise team. Mm-hmm. Like we did everything together. Yeah, yeah. Then um, you did some bivocational, mm-hmm. uh, you know, worship leading. Led worship at uh, Emmanuel Baptist here in Leesburg. I did yep. that for about five years. And, uh, yeah, so I've been in leading worship now for a little over 20 years. So Whoa. it's been, yeah, yeah nice. it's been an exciting, uh, exciting opportunity for us. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool, man. And uh, so John has currently stepped in and is leading worship for us at our Village Park campus. We have a great group of people at the Village Park. and They're, they're just so sweet and so welcoming. They, they love me and Diane and just glad to have us there. That's cool, man. Yeah, I really, I'm very thankful you are. It's nice when you have, like, I've always been blessed to have, like, great people leading, but it's always nice when you have, like, people that you know and you can can trust that they're going to go up there and do a good job and do it with a good heart and good motives. And I got to tell you, I'm impressed with the band. Those guys are pros. They really don't have to do a lot of, uh, what's that mean and how's that sound? (laughs) What's that supposed to look like? What what does that chord mean? What's that letter? Yeah, yeah, really good. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm a big fan of those guys. I'm very thankful for them. Um, well, cool, man. So uh, you've got something about your family some. Of course, I know you know, know your family. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Diane and I have been married 28 years. Uh, we'll celebrate this year in September. Nice. And uh, we've got three sons, Nico, Colton, and, and Tucker. Nico just got married. Nico works with you at, right. uh, in the pool Doing business. Pool stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Plays guitar. He does play sings, guitar. Sings, leads worship for the late night. He's way more talented than I am. <laughs> I, I'm out of, maybe a cleaning pools. I, I'm just kidding. No, we're excited about uh, their involvement in the in the church, and then Colton uh, certainly is uh, just graduated uh, college. UF, so, right? Yep, graduated UF. Got his mechanical engineering degree, so he's working right now for months in heating and air conditioning locally, and uh, really enjoying the work they've got him doing in the CAD department. Nice. Yeah, yeah. And then Tucker, our youngest, also runs the sound at South Campus, at the the, the third of the three campuses uh, Yeah. At, for First Baptist Leesburg. And he's been there since we launched that campus. Right. And just really excited to have my boys so involved in, in what's going on within the church. Man, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, they're good kids. I like those kids. I always tell Jennifer, I'm like, you know, when my boys grow up, like, I hope I hope they turn out like the Woods boys. Oh. You know, I think there's, like, aspects from every one of them and from their personalities and integrity uh, that I would just love to see my sons have, you know. And so it's great. I mean, like, you know, like Nico, like, he shows up every day for work. He works hard. I can trust him. He's, you know, he's respectful and uh, but also, like, you know, pretty confident in, you know, at least what he's doing, you know, with the pools and stuff. He shows mm-hmm. up to band practice. He shows up to church. I mean, just, you know, and then Colton, I don't have as much – interaction with colton but he just always is very you know kind and yeah he's funny yep. he's, he's just a, he's, a he's good just guy. like a different cat like he's, i love that guy <laughs> he's a good guy 
And then, you know, Tucker is just – Tucker's Tucker, man. He's, he just – he shows up and does what he's supposed to do and seems to have a good head on his shoulders. He's smart. He's smart. I, you know, we see things that – they always come up, right? Sunday morning is always the time for technological it, failure. For whatever reason, yeah. <laughs> always. And Can't happen on <laughs> – you know, <laughs> no. Thursday at three. That's right. That's right. So Tucker's good about finding it, fixing it quickly, so nobody in the audience knows what anything happened. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's awesome, man. Yeah. So you and Diane have been married twenty-eight years. Yeah. Where'd yeah. you uh, Where'd you grow up? I grew up in Southern Illinois, um, south south of anywhere in Illinois, really, just <laughs> <laughs> just north of the Kentucky border, which okay. is which is why I sound the way I do. I sound like I'm from Kentucky, but I uh, I'm actually from Illinois. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> and how long have you been in Florida? I moved down here in 1989, so when I got out of college. So I'm, I'm probably officially a Floridian. I've been here long enough yeah, now I that I can so. call myself a Floridian. But, uh, but yeah, originally from, from this, the Midwest. Nice. Uh, moved here to Florida because I actually moved to Tampa when I got out of college. It was as far south as I could go without having to learn how to speak Spanish. Right. And <laughs> nice. And uh, found a job and just, uh, you know, started my life. Where did you go to college? Uh, Southern Illinois University. Uh, What'd you get a degree in? Uh, finance. Okay. Yep. Yep. So my and then you, but you also have your um, your um, MBA, right? I do. Got my MBA from the University of Tampa. Um, when I lived in Tampa, I went to school there at night while I was working full time, and then later in life, I went to Liberty University and get, went on to get my Master of Arts in Theology. Look at you. My man. I got more papers than I know what to do. All with. kinds of papers. Yeah, whatever. Walls covered. Whatever. Wallpapered with degrees. Yeah, that's about what it's good for. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah, it was funny. I remember um, uh, we were we talking about somewhere. I don't remember how long ago it was. It may have been like after a while after you and I were hanging out and uh, like doing church together and stuff and becoming friends that you were like something about you did – you didn't really know how to talk to me at uh, Florida Worship Choir events because I always looked like I was mad. <laughs> you do, man. You know, you've got such a great smile. And when you <laughs> smile, you are so approachable. But, but when you're not consciously trying to smile, yeah. your resting face is kind of a mean, mean face. So. <laughs> I'm a mean face. Yeah. But I was going to say hello to you anyway. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you're awesome. I never, I never really, I never really knew that. Like, I've never, I've like never heard that before. So, I, like, I've ever since you told me that, I've tried to like consciously be aware that I don't look like I, you know, it's just like <laughs> hating everything and hating everybody. Because your heart is not that. You're, I, know, you, you, I don't think so. No, it is. I know you. I, I know you won't if it's not. That's that. always made me chuckle because I remember like arguing with you like so hard. Like that can't be true, John. Like there's no way that that is accurate. <laughs> Hey, That's your friends funny. tell you the truth, right? Th that is true, right? Like wounds <laughs> from a friend, right? Hurt for a little bit. And then you can beat them up. I think that's somewhere that's, in the problem. That's the next, yeah, that's yeah. the next problem. It probably didn't make the cut when they were looking at the scrolls. <laughs> so they left that one out. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, man. So, um, you know, what kind of like, what kind of music is your, is your, um, like if you had to sit down and pop, pop a CD in. Yeah. Which no one does. Right. right. <laughs> if you were on iTunes and you were like finding and you're going to like, I'm chilling right now. This is what I want to listen to. Any genre, any variety, any secular, sacred, whatever. What, what are you going to listen to? You know, it's weird. I, I've got a really eclectic taste. Right. And and I, I was into the big bands for a long time. Glenn Middle Orchestra. I love that yes. stuff. Love that stuff. Uh, I like the oldies, like the 70s rock. Uh, okay. 80s hair bands. All the time. Okay. Lo love them. You know, the ballads mostly. Yeah, the big ballads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just singing that really high, like, uh -huh. Uh -huh. yeah. Uh-huh. 
Um, so love that. Love some of the newer contemporary stuff, uh, contemporary Christian music that's out today. Uh, some of it, because I do listen to a local radio station that plays a lot of it, a right. lot. A lot of it a lot, <laughs> over and over and over. Right, right. So it gets a little worn, uh, but there are some great outlets for that through, through iTunes and through others uh, that we can pick up some new stuff and some really worshipful. Uh, love that. Love yeah, that. but very eclectic mix. Uh, even some uh, some hip hop. Um, I, I you know I'm I'm writing music uh, to record my own CD at some point. Okay. And so trying to not to be too rote and and uh, like Charlie uh, Charlie Hall kind of a stuff. Yeah. Um, but I did actually write a hip hop song as well. So we'll see. Really? We'll see how that turns out. Well, I don't know if you know this, but uh, <laughs> a few weeks ago we we did have a hip hop performing artist on our show. Really? Big Phil. Really. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Sitting in that seat you're sitting in, in the third floor of the B building. I am honored. Yeah, it's the hottest. It's the hottest part. I think this is the next stop before the sun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We I could be on the roof. I think it would be. It might be. Yeah, yeah, I think it's probably just hotter in here than it is on the roof. <laughs> so I think the roof is just like a transfer station. All right, Big Phil. Yeah, Big Phil was on here. All right, all right. Yeah, he has flat brimmed hats. Yeah, what's Big Phil working on these days? Uh, whatever Big Phil wants to. <laughs> that's that's how that goes. That's uh, that's cool. You're writing mm-hmm. a hip hop song. Yeah, well. How like how fast is it? Is it uh, like, is it like just like it's a dun 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 I went up for a 20th anniversary kind of reunion for that band. And right. We re-released the CD for the band, a 20th anniversary release of the CD. Um, you know, I think three people bought it. It was yeah. nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, threes of copies sold. Yes. Yes. Threes. Um, so we were talking about new music and kind of things. He gave me an idea for something about uh, the addiction that we have to the rectangles that we carry with us. Yes. You know, whether that's the cell phone or the iPad or even the television, the rectangle addiction. Right. So kind of wrote that around, the rectangle oh, addiction. That's a pretty good idea. Yeah. 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 Huh. Is there something about, is like one of the verses about uh, rectangle addip- uh, addiction rehab? <laughs> like no, but it actually turns into the rectangle, the the Holy Bible from you know Holy oh, Bible, genuine leather. That's the rectangle we ought to be addicted to, and that's Put a what turn we're... in there. Yeah, yeah, I a little like bit, that. a little bit. That's cool, man. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I mean, my brother-in-law Ward. Speaking of an eclectic uh, music taste, we were uh, years. It was years ago. We were riding up seventy-five to a Gator football game together. And uh, he listens to all kinds of stuff. So, like, he, he'll he have, you know, classic, you know, classic rock, some oldies. Um, and then he'll have Southern Gospel, just, like, tons of Southern Gospel, like mm-hmm. old cathedrals. Oh, yeah. Old city. Oh, yeah. I love that. Love and that. so we're listening, and, like, all these just random songs were just playing, like, in random order, you know. Like, in one, you know, we'd be listening to, uh, you know, Ain't Too, Pou- Ain't Too Proud to Beg. Uh-huh. And then it would be uh, Cathedrals, This Old House. <laughs> <laughs> and then it would be don't stop believing just like a shuffle on his and uh, then all of a sudden the chinese national anthem came on what <laughs> yeah and i lost it what I lost it i don't think i've ever heard the chinese it was so funny, anthem. man i just couldn't even <laughs> i couldn't even contain myself or listen i'm like why do you have the chinese national anthem on? how did you, did you know it was or did you just hear the music and didn't know what it was 
Or did you recognize it as the Chinese national yeah, anthem? Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, for, I had to sing it at the Olympics a lot. That's when impressive. I used to compete for. I'm teasing. <laughs> no, I have no idea. <laughs> I had no idea. Other than like I look at the the thing, the device or whatever, and it's like in English said Chinese national anthem. So funny. Yeah. So funny. like it was crazy. But then I remembered like my niece is like adopted. Okay. From China. Uh huh. So therefore they. Okay. I guess he, okay. I don't know okay. if they. Stand and sing it every morning at the house, like do a pledge. That's <laughs> like, a, I don't know. I hope not. Hilarious. No, that's I'm just kidding. Hilarious. But, but yeah. So yeah, that's I love. I'm that kind of kind of the same way. Um, with the eclectic, I just like to listen to like a lot of different stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I do. Every once in a while, I can like get into a hip hop song, but I struggle. How about country music? I love country, man. Yeah. Yeah, I love country music. God is great. Let's do it. That one, I don't like. <laughs> People are crazy. People are crazy. People are crazy. <laughs> we'll, we'll leave the other lines. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, I, 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 you know, I would just substitute. Food is good. Yeah, well, right? there you go. We How could about do that? that? We could you do know, that. Right? That could be like the, the Baptist version. The Baptist. <laughs> like the 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 Methodist Lutheran version. They're just singing it straight. Yeah, they're yeah. Fine with it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. right. That's right. Um. Funny. No, I do. I do love country music. I do think that I would argue that '90s country is the best decade for country. Garth Brooks and oh those, yeah. yeah, you know Shania yeah. Twain, Garth yep. Brooks, you know, like yeah. all the you know. And and I think that's all about taste. You know, Tucker, who listens to country quite a bit, my right. youngest son, he he would probably argue the current stuff he likes better than the older stuff, although right. he listens. Yeah. But you know, me, the '80s music, nothing tops the '80s music ever. Like, Any, 80, like for like 80s rock? Yeah, mostly 80s Not rock. 80s country, 80s country. Not 80s country, no. no. I mean, because like, you know, I listened to, to 80s country and it was yeah. like, see, my problem yeah. with the country now is like, there's one guy that he talks through like half his songs. Charlie Daniels used to do no, that. No, well, yeah, see, Charlie Daniels was more to me like of a niche, like a niche artist in country. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. not like a radio artist per se, although he would have, he would have been on radio, but like, not like. Not like those guys, like Alan Jackson and, gotcha. and like those guys, yeah. like you know Travis Tritt and yeah, who yeah. have really good voices. And, yeah, they yeah. do, and they can yeah. actually like legit sing. Like, yeah, and this guy, like he's like, yeah, I was going home the other day and I saw your car over at that, and I said, hey, and I'm and just that's like, not even a song. And I'm like, what are you, what, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, just sing, <laughs> like, right? Write a song you can sing. Maybe he can't. I don't know. I mean, he sounds. I guess you know. Maybe I don't know. Maybe just he has, <laughs> he has like. He doesn't have like the vocal fortitude to do a whole song, so he has to talk a little bit and sing some, maybe. All right, all I right. doubt it. You know, is but that, you know, he's in the studio selling albums. So. As that great philosopher Clint Eastwood once said, "A right. man's got to know his limitations." Yeah, <laughs> right. And that's yes, yeah. I stack Clint up there <laughs> with Socrates and all those guys. Yeah, um, no, but '90s country was was it like i feel like i learned uh how to harmonize a lot using 90s country really if you, yeah well because if you think about like um a lot of that 90s country really just had those big open chords you know where you could find your not open chords but you know that you could just really good solid chord structures yeah where yeah you could like find your and sounded good with multiple parts right with yeah, multiple yeah. parts yeah and that was also an era where you did have several groups that were like not just solo artist groups like you had like you know diamond rio and and like some of those other ones, like I'm, they're slipping my mind. But you know, like they had, they had multiple singers. And yeah. You could hear, 
two, three parts like right. easily. Right, right. Like, versus a solo artist. Versus, versus a solo yeah. artist, yep. you know, with the occasional guitar player stepping up, maybe singing a harmony. Yep. Or like on an album, like you could tell it's their voice doing like the other harmony parts or something Very cool. Like that. They didn't know that about you. But what's that? That you had learned harmony. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not giving it all to, I mean, because I was singing. <laughs> I'm just saying, obviously, I think the church, you know, growing up in the church, like had a big part of that, you know, with hymns and stuff like that. And, yeah. And just like always enjoyed it. And I'm thankful we didn't have like a traveling family singing bus or anything like that. But uh, my family just sang a lot around the house or when we were in the car. So that was always very helpful. Oh, nice. Yeah, Did you was, guys like part out and do harmonies? Oh, yeah, yeah. We'd stuff? part out. Like we'd part out. Oh, very yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'd part out. And uh, not that anybody like was like, hey, you're on soprano today or you're on alto. Like nobody was right. like, at that, you know. But yeah. we just all kind of Kind of like the Griswolds. Parts. Yeah, a lot like the Griswolds. <laughs> very, actually in several ways probably. <laughs> other than, you know, Christmas trees and stuff. But we... You know, very cool. Yeah, man. Yeah, so cool. I like that. I mean, it was funny because the other day, um, um, we were in a, I think it was in a restaurant, and we're eating, and a guy was uh, playing guitar. Oh, it was Brick and Barrel downtown. It's a good restaurant, by the way. Yeah. And uh, guy was playing guitar over in the corner, and he did, um, he did the, uh, the auction block song. Like, have you ever heard that one? I don't think I have. And of course, like, and I said, hey, pretty lady, won't you give me a sign? I'll do anything to make you mine on mine. I'll do your bidding and be at your beck and call. Like that yes. one? I've yeah. never seen anyone yeah. looking so fine, man. I got to average she's a one of a kind. I'm going once. I'm going twice. I'm sold to the lady in the second row. Yes. Like that one. I have. Right. Heard. So like, so like that Are one. Are you like, singing along so with Yeah, it? so I was singing along, but I was singing Harvey. <laughs> and I said, hey, pretty lady, won't you give me a sign? I'll do anything to make it mine on mine. I'll do your bidding and be at your beck and call. You know, like, like. <laughs> I've Very never, cool. I've never seen anyone looking so fine, man. I gotta have her see the one of a kind. I'm going one. Like so, like people in the restaurant are like, "What the heck, man?" Like, he's a plant. You? Yeah, I'm just, he's a plant. <laughs> so, but what's great is that my daughter Natalie like loves that song, and so mm -hmm. like she's like listening to it and repeating, like learning the like learn the lyrics. Really? So now, like, she's working on learning harmonies. Oh, that's know, awesome. That. So that's that's awesome. Well, and that's, that's one of the songs you don't mind her learning the lyrics, too. No, not at all. It's, it's actually very nice. <laughs> there like, are some. Yeah. Yeah, no, we won't do that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes, yes. So, yeah, I love country. Uh, I, I love southern gospel, which is a lot of fun. Well, love love is like a – Is it might be too strong a word for it, but, like, I really enjoy southern gospel a lot. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I'm just really digging um, – and, and hymns, of course. I mean, yeah – love hymns like very thankful for yeah hymns. big big deal always will be uh for me but like i am just really digging a lot of the new stuff that's being written right now yeah i think you know some of the songs you and i've talked about uh like one that i introduced uh, a few weeks ago that you introduced a few weeks ago christ our hope yes in life and death you yes. did it it was kind of your first time but first time i did it great song it's such that. a great song right yeah. i mean just great just a uh, great message and it's very stanza mm-hmm you know, like stanza driven, which is what hymns are. Hymns are technically stanza driven songs. Yep. Not not verses with choruses. Those are gospel songs. That's, That's true. Two That's different true. things. Repeat. Yeah. Uh, holy, holy, holy. Stanza driven. Hymn. <laughs> right. Power in the blood. Yeah. Gospel song. Singing yep. in a tent revival. You know, like. Although you could do both, but. You could. Anyways, you could. but like I'm really like liking that. You know, like stuff that people are writing like that right now. Like Christ, our hope in life and death. It's one of my favorite ones. I drive everybody crazy around here yeah. with that song in every service because the orchestra's like, oh, great, we're playing this one again. And I'm like, yes, because it's good. 
It is very good. Yeah, it's very good. I enjoyed that song. Thanks for putting that in. That's uh, keeps me from getting stale too. Helps me to kind of grow and expand. And, and I appreciate you. Yeah, you yeah. No, I, well, and I wouldn't have given it to you if I didn't think you could handle it. Do you know that? Have we done the yet not I but through Christ and me? Have you have you done that one? I haven't yet? done that. See one yet. that one. See, I'm going to be having you rotate that one in. It's just okay. It's the same vein as that one. Okay. And it's just that's the one that I meant to say earlier. I think I said the wrong the wrong song name but the orchestra like in there they're just like oh we're playing this one again i'm like yes because it's <laughs> it's like so good you know it's like this it's the line um uh it just the 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 chorus when it, it's not really a chorus because it's the same spot though in the stands every time but to this i hold my hope is only jesus you know for my life is only bound to his oh how strange and divine i can sing all his mind yet not i but through christ in me it's just like a you got and you got all these verses. To this I hold, my shepherd will defend me through the deepest valley. He will lead. Oh. It's just these great, wow lines that yeah. I feel like it's all you know that are obviously extracted in some way from the Psalms a little bit. Yeah, but it's almost like they could be Psalms. Like you could, you could just read them with your Psalms. Like don't do that because there's something in Revelation about I mean, adding to, to or taking away from. Like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like a pretty nasty outcome. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying, like <laughs> it just gives me that that feeling of 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 hope and. Just well, and, and worship is a lifestyle, too. Worship is not just what we do on Sunday morning. So, right. you know, that's what you need to engage with throughout the week. So if this helps you to engage, this helps you to worship, helps you to kind of connect. That's, that's I think, a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. I mean, it's interesting, uh, the worship conversation, because it, it can be misconstrued. You know, people say worship and they think just singing or that part of the service. But, you know, worship is that whole, you know, uh, let's say just from a corporate worship standpoint on Sundays, right? Yeah. You know, that's that whole time together, the whole time of just engaging and fellowshipping with each other, of praying together, of singing together, of giving, of hearing God's word together, of responding. Like, I think that's a big thing, too, right? If you just engage in worship, but you don't respond to worship you just, in a way, a change, did you worship? You and, just went to a concert. Right. You just yeah. went and did stuff. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you just went and hung out. <laughs> yeah. But, like, if you don't like, if you don't like yesterday, like, yesterday, Pastor Jamie preached at downtown, and he preached on times of suffering and despair okay. and he tied in his story of when he just went through really bad you know suffering over christmas uh due to covid yes. and he ended up in the hospital almost coded on the table and just it was like you know tons of days in the hospital where it was just bleak and and he could just feel the the despair setting in he did a, a beautiful reference to to John Bunyan's um, book, The Pilgrim's Progress, yeah. and yeah. how Christian and uh, I think it was Hopeful ended up in the field that was owned where the castle was owned by Despair, and Despair captured them and put them in his put them in the dungeon and just and, and just the way like you could see and you could see just you could see Christian and Hopeful slowly losing their light and the glimmer of what they what they had you know and they were Despair was kind of crushing them yeah. and and pushing down on them. Uh, and, and then eventually Christian remembered that in his pocket, he was given a key and it was the key of promise. And, it, and what John Bunyan was saying was that we have the, as believers, as Christians, yeah, there are going to be times of despair, but we don't have to remain captive in despair. We, we, we have the key to the promises of God that can open those chains. That's beautiful. You know? and, I mean, it was, yeah. and so he, he like, he was like just telling that story and man, I was just, I you know, I was just so moved by it, which was obvious because I tried to, with Cliff out of town, I was kind of wrapping up the service and I kept trying to preach. No, no, I didn't know. <laughs> no, but I tried to just close it out and like kind of do some like closing, like exhorting words, like, hey, as you go, you know, remember what we learned. 
you know, like try not to like ball, oh. you know, just because um, of my allergies. Yeah, that were so strong. I'm sure, some at the dust, time. dust in the room. Du- dust yeah. in the room. It's old room. Yeah, it's old room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need to change the change the filters, the AC filters. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, it was um, it was cool. Um, but but taking that and hearing that, you know, as I left yesterday, I was like, okay, how can I, you know, apply what I learned today from Romans five, you know, mm-hmm. from what he talked about, mm-hmm. and and. Uh, and I learned one thing that the Lord showed me was, was that, you know, when we are going through suffering in hard times, the people around us, they learn something from that suffering that we are going through as well. You know, uh, so for instance, when Jamie was in the hospital, you know, my heart is just so burdened and, and I, you know, I, you know, I can't go do anything. Right. So all I could do is really just talk to the Lord about it. Yeah. Know? And so. It was Christmas Day, and I'm just praying, like, all day long. But I realized, I was like, this is pretty absent from an all-day-long thing for me to pray yeah. like this. Okay. And it was moving because I learned in that moment from what he was going through where I was weak in my spiritual walk that I needed to pray more, that I needed to seek God more in that scenario. Now, it wasn't about me, but God still used that. No, but yet God, God does work through all things. Right. Right. For those who love him and are called according to his purpose. Right. Eight, Romans eight twenty eight. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, and, and so Jamie talked about what he learned and how we could learn from, you know, what he went through. But even at the same time, I realized even on the periphery of that, like I was learning things. I like myself. that. I like that. I haven't heard that. What, what I've heard is people who've gone through difficult times and they've used that then to help other people through their own difficult times right. that kind of mirror that. But I love your your experience outside of that to be able to to use that to grow personally. Right, because I think that if we pay attention to what's going on and to mm-hmm. what God's doing, there is, there is always something, you know, that we can learn, yeah. you know, and take. And I think God used that yesterday in worship to remind me of that, you know, and, that, and I believe that was part of my worship was taking that truth, mm-hmm. like, okay, I can apply this. Yeah, yeah. You know. Well, and you remember the time that you had in praying for him on Christmas Day too. Exactly. So you were kind of reconnecting with right. that, that time exactly. of growth. So he, he not only I not only learned about because I've not been through suffering at that at that level. Right. So I not only learned about that, but I also learned about, like you said, remembering the time That's that great. I went through as far as just learning. Okay, I, I do need to pray more. That's fantastic. Because I found because I did find that solace in prayer, right? You know, it's just kind of it kind of throws you back to some of these songs where it's like, what a friend we have in Jesus, all our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear all because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. And I do. I will say I will say because, you know, you've got your you've got your master's in theology. So (laughs) just messing with you. Stop it. I got mine, too, by the way. (laughs) I know you do. (laughs) But I will say prayer to me is, is like this interesting kind of enigma, like because we know we believe in a like an omni whatever God, right? Like he's yep. omniscient, so he knows. So am I telling God something he doesn't know? Well, no, because God's all knowing. He's, you know, omnipotent. So he's all powerful, like he's over it all. So am I am I swaying God to do anything? He's like, well, no, because God's there. And it's just it's almost like it's almost like a. One of the to me, it's one of those mysteries that I, I think that we can't understand about God, which I'm totally okay with. Like I don't. I think there's a lot of them. 
I yeah, there's we, tons of them. Yeah, when we when we get to heaven, when we pass <laughs> on to that level, it's going to be, oh, I get it. Now I understand. Yeah. You know, part of it also is, is us coming to the realization that we understand what we're going through. Right. Through prayer. And God already knows it, but it's our admission. It's our. Yeah. And so I think you're I think you're right about that. Like, um, you know, I've been in situations where something was going on that I didn't quite understand. And so I go to a trusted person and I start to talk to that person. Right. And it's interesting that the trusted person a lot of times doesn't even have to say anything. Right. That's right. But but while I'm talking to them and I'm just like airing it all out, like it's all just coming out. Uh-huh. Then I go, oh, yeah, I got it. OK. And, or or then you'll say, hey, thanks so much for helping me with this. And they're <laughs> yeah, going, yeah, whatever. I didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. Like you just got to get to the uh, you get to it. I. And, and, and in that way, I think, you know, that's maybe not a, a great analogy for God. But at the same time, I believe that it's like God, it, he's the person sitting there and he already knows. Yeah. He's like, yeah, mm-hmm. but he's kind. Yeah. Like he's gracious, right? He's not like, yeah, I told you. Like he's just <laughs> like, yeah. And so you talk to him and it's like the more you talk to him, the more you start to understand like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, but I want, but sometimes I think it just takes, sometimes it's quick. And, um, like sometimes it's just longer. Sometimes he just wants you to keep talking to me. Matt Chandler, he's a pastor out in Texas mm-hmm. and, um, he's, he's really good. Um, but he has a YouTube video on prayer and somebody set it to music and it, it was one of the, and I, and I don't, it's got a sermon jam or something like that. I don't know, but it's, it's very short, but he talks about like in the old Testament, there's a spot where the, the watchmen are on the wall and, and, and something about they, they like cry out like repetitively okay. and uh, until they're heard. And, um, and his point was, he was like, no, you praying over and over and calling out to God about the same thing does not bother God. As a matter of fact, God's like, bother me, bother me. Like the watchman on the wall, like to cry out, just like cry out to your heard. And it's just like, yeah, I think so back to your rectangle, right? Call back yeah. rectangle addiction. Yeah. We're such, uh, I am such a, uh, immediate response person. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Amazon. Right. Siri. Yes. <laughs> right. Amazon. Hey Alexa. Yeah. Yeah. You know, order me a pair of socks. Yeah. And I want it tomorrow. Right. Right. Or today. And it'll be there. Yes. And it comes. Right. It's like, like that's who we are. But that's just not. That's just not how it works, though. No. In reality, especially when it comes to spiritual things, there's just times where. Our, we're so ingrained maybe in something we're doing or in some kind of thought process we have or some kind of just the way our life went that it's going to take a while. Well, sometimes it takes a break. Sometimes it takes mm. a hard a hard event yeah. to, to break our vision. Right. You know, and, and put us, like Jamie had to go to the hospital. Not He had to go to the hospital, but he went to the hospital. Right. But through that, he did learn. He did grow. Right. And he talked about things that God taught him through it about yeah. himself. Yeah. You know, and we could all not and, – and, Credit, credit to Jamie for being open and transparent. Amen. It's a beautiful thing, yeah. and and uh, but we all have that's right these stories that we could tell where God like did this like and and in the moment we're like ugh yeah but then we look back yes right yeah, yes yeah. yes both of our hands are raised right now <laughs> but like you know coming back to it it's kind of like it's kind of like oh wow thank you God like you know I did need that yeah you know um yeah wow. Man, that, we got deep like really fast there. I know. 
went from country music to country music to prayer, like to to prayer. And, and I know we didn't cover everything on prayer, just you know, for the listeners. But I think that's, those are ways that I think, and obviously John, you know, kind of it, it works in our lives, you know. And it may be it may be a little bit different, you know, for everybody uh, in that way, um, and and how that works. But yeah, that was just that was moving yesterday. It was a good time of worship, and so my prayer is always that people will take all the opportunities that we have corporately and use it as worship. Right? That's right and just do something with it like go yeah you know take it take it though like take it out with you don't just leave it in here like oh it's a good experience music was good enjoy that sermon pastor great stories really funny about what you went you know what you did on your trip but it, it's like hey no like you know the word impacted me today yeah and what did god say to you today exactly and what can you carry this week to right. kind of relive that yeah and i think that's just that's such a that's such a big deal well I think we're gonna wrap it up. All right, man. It was a good talk. Thank you. I'm a, I'm just a huge fan of yours. Like I I love you, man. I'm very thankful for you. Well, like you're you're always just you're you're a good friend. So well, and you are as well. You are. I, I told someone the other day. It sounds pitiful. Sounds pathetic. You, you're probably my only friend. <laughs> I, I know you got a lot of people that love you, but listen, that's that's the same. Th- that's the same with me, man. Like um, you know, I've got I've got people that I would say like I'm friends with, but but there's. Yeah, there, it, we all know it. it's just different levels. That's you right. Know? And I would right. I would put you on that upper echelon Did of that. So. Me too. Me but too. hey, um, but seriously, thank you for being a worship leader. Thank you for being a worshiper. Thank you for leading God's people in worship and um, doing that for us here at First Baptist. And you know, we we're gonna see how the future kind of lays all that out. And you're just easy, and you just go do it with a happy heart. And uh, I love that. And uh, so yes, sir. I appreciate yes, sir. it. Thanks for doing podcast with me today thanks for inviting me i enjoyed it all right man hey everybody thanks for listening uh we'll be back uh at some point and we'll do another podcast bless